We're recording. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Hello, everybody. Welcome. What about all Welcome. of the things that you say? <laughs> what about all promises you may make? What about, what about, what, what about, about us? <laughs> so we had to break into a bit of brandy there. We heard some brandy news that we're quite well. I'm quite happy about because me and Brandy will be connecting soon. I don't know about Sheza, but you know, Brandy I'm, and I, I'm like, wa- we're cool. I am actually going to work something out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. We'll explain that maybe a little bit later. But if you're listening, you're listening to the podcast of the moment. The one, the only, two, two girls, girls and, and Mike. Mike. And no, it's not a porno. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It isn't. <laughs> isn't it? it isn't. <laughs> All you guys that have like sniggered when I've told you yeah. the name. We know now why. <laughs> we know why now, rather. And yeah, it's not that. It's got nothing to do with that. Okay, no cups, no bodily <laughs> Functions and functions yeah. and stuff. Gross. It's just, it's just us. It's me, you, la. I know, right? As We're here be. again. <laughs> no guests this week, but we don't need guests. Mm-hmm. Although I have to say, shout out to last week's guests, um, poet and Chucky. Chucky yeah, and poet. they <laughs> gave so much. It was so enjoyable. Yeah, I listened back to it and I was cackling. It was yeah, really, it's really, good. really good. Them not can talk for days, anyway. So you just give them a mic and ask them any question and they'll yeah. go on for you yeah 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 and that, that was great. really really good really enjoyed it so uh from then till now la what have you been up to what have i been doing i again this is another boring week for me because it's just work 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 i feel work, like rihanna work, 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 i do work. i really do i get you i just hope i get paid like rihanna one day please amen God, give me some money but no it's just been um yeah i learned a lot this week hmm, i'm gonna talk about that later <laughs> That look in your eye, gosh. I was kind of thinking about it. Should I say something? But I am. Yeah. Certain things have happened. Certain things have come to pass. Yeah. And I feel like I need to mention certain things. Yeah. Yeah. By their fruits, you shall know them. Yeah, you shall. So yeah, Yeah. that's how I'm feeling. What about yourself, darling? Um, Well, yeah, I mean... It's been good. I'm counting down to my birthday. She's <laughs> oh, threatening everyone about this birthday, you know. It's coming up. So you've got a few more weeks of listening to me talking about my birthday. Still no... Actually, one plan is mm. in the bag. Ace, right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm laughing. I need to see just, pictures. I need just, to see evidence. Just, just let them know that I'm 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 coming for the turn up. So, yeah, so plans are afoot, but I have to admit it's taken me longer than usual mm. to get around to um arranging what I really want to do. So, but anyway, you know the thing is with me, especially when they're like, you know, uh, big birthdays well all birthdays are great birthdays but I, I kind of I never really limit it to like one thing there's always going to be like I'm going to do this then I'm going to do that then I might have some drinks then I'll have a party <laughs> so yeah I just need to really kind of just organise the logistics of it all um, but yeah that's it that's really what I've been up to and what's on my mind um, and also just working out what to wear each day as the weather keeps changing. Oh, my God. I know. This schizophrenic noise. I can't <laughs> I take it. I cannot. I don't know what to wear. Like, one minute I've got on a heavy jump and the next minute I've got on a vest top. What yeah. is happening? This is, how, this is how you catch cold. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't afford to be ill. So, please, Mr. Weatherman, if you could just convince the sun to just come out. and Please. Just, just, it's only like three months of the year. That's all we ask. 
the rest of the time you're, you're raining you're, you're blizzard it's just it's ridiculous I can't I can't at least for July let's have some sun mm. you know like, <laughs> at least for the, July you know <laughs> the birthday the birthday month <laughs> birthday monthage come on <laughs> you got to miss the sun I'm not even going to uh, you know argue against that show because if I benefit then hell we all benefit so you know yeah man <laughs> okay alright so let's move it on to our topics and you know obviously mm. obviously we got to talk about um the shooting that happened in the club in orlando yeah oh gosh just, my heart is breaking i just uh, every day it's a new a new piece of the story 50 people gets revealed every killed. day and it's just i'm watching the victims at press conferences talking about their experience in there oh and i can't imagine Imagine you're out having a good time, Sheza. I don't know if you saw the, the Snapchat video of, the, of this poor girl. Who, unfortunately, she passed away. But just before she died, she was actually Snapchatting yeah. in the video in the in the club, and um, you could hear the gunshots going off. Yeah. But her face, she didn't realize what it was. Imagine you're in a club, so obviously every sound to you is probably you know part yeah. of the, the atmosphere yeah. of the club. So you hear hear it going off, and then you just see a black screen. And then, unfortunately, the young lady actually passed away. And it just made me think, Mug, that could actually be anybody. Of course. Anyone. And that's the horror. That's the real mm. horror of it. It just like, oh, mate. But then, you know, it's, there's so many levels and so many layers. Because, yeah, it could be anyone. But America, mm. there has to be something done now. About their gun laws. About their gun laws. Mm. All this oh, Second Amendment, right to bear arms, this one, that one. Like, seriously, Sandy Hook wasn't mm. enough. Mm. The Charleston church, like, it's been going on for years. Yeah, it's, it's getting above. I don't understand why they don't think they need to have some sort of, you know, law oh. or regulation. Like, you don't do checks. Like, Why can people it? buy? This, the, the, this chap that went into the club had... An assault rifle mm. as well as a nine millimeter gun. And what what ordinary day to day doesn't go or have a farm or need to go hunting or, or is not involved in any kind of warfare? Mm. What everyday regular schmegular citizen needs an assault rifle in a city? Mm. Who needs that? For why? So somebody was like, okay, yeah, fine. How many do you want? Oh, that's, that's, that's no it's problem. too much. Do you need bullets as well? Of course you're going to need bullets. Let me just give you these. Like, seriously, sort it out. And listen, as for Mr. 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 Flipping, oh, Mr. Mr. Trump. I knew you were going to say yeah. The way that he's trying to use this to further his political campaign, I'm so disgusted I couldn't, he couldn't even, it was given his, his speech yesterday and I watched the live feed through um, the Facebook live mm. feed and um, he is now trying to address the um, LGBT community and he, he couldn't even say that right. He said the LBGT community, my heart goes out. You, you don't even it's know who you're addressing. Disgusting. You yeah. don't know who you're addressing. And to be quite frank, you know, the party that you represent has never ever ever supported any anyone remotely you know who doesn't look you know like like yourself or live in, in the way that you seem that you deem you know proper so for you to turn around and act like you actually care 
about these people is disgusting to me. I'm just it really is actually America. Seriously, if you if any Americans are listening to this podcast, do not let them this man be the leader of your country because that means he's too close to those nuclear weapons and he will press them at any given moment. Right? Gosh. He will send your children to go and fight some useless war that don't mean nothing to nobody before he puts himself out there on the firing line. He's actually going to send you lot out there. The thing I don't understand, and let's just go back to the issue of gun control. So we had, we had, America Mm. had, you know, one of the, this has been the worst, apparently the worst um, shooting um, on on their soil. Like 50 people. Apparently there's been about, in total, about 998 mass shootings in America. Two of which, can I say, were done by Muslim people. The rest of them were done by white males. So, again, Mr. Trump, this Muslim thing, Islam thing, this Islamophobia that you keep spouting yeah. is a nonsense. Yeah. Talk to people that look like you because it's you lot that are going up everywhere and shooting up everybody. And the problem is there needs to be some gun controls. Mm. Obama has said it. He tried to, he looked so moved. Do you remember after yeah. Sandy Hook when yeah. he, made, he made that public address? And still, that, like, that, the, the NRA, they are so powerful in America, mm. even in the face of children being gunned down. They still have not moved to action. Mm. You're still talking about Second Amendment. You're still talking about we have the right. In the fa- so now in the face of this, 50 people They'll maintain dead. the same thing. How many others mm. injured? I think in excess of 50 again yeah, yeah. injured. <clears throat> I think six are in critical condition. Oh. Um, and the thing is, ordin- I think ordinary citizens are getting to the point where they have had enough. Mm. Ordinary American citizens, like I was um, reading a bit about it online and there was one of the mothers of one of the victims of the shootings um, in a piece that I read saying that now there has to be gun controls somebody else drew the 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 parallel or said effectively why is it easier for somebody to buy a gun than it is for a woman to have an abortion Mm, mm. you know for a woman to have an abortion she has to be um psychologically checked she then has to wait 48 hours she then has to watch a video about what it actually means like but you can just go and go in, give your ID and buy a gun. Mm. There's no 48-hour wait. There's no checking that you're of sound mind or anything like this. Apparently, this man that who, who committed this atrocity had been on the FBI's radar. They had looked at him on two, mm-hmm. other, t- mm-hmm. on two occasions previously mm. for having quote-unquote, who knows what this means and who knows what the, 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 the real context of it was, but terrorist sympathies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it was deemed that, okay, no, he's not a danger. He's able, this person is mm. able. And that, that might be right because if there was nothing found in those you know investigations as far as they were, then in accordance with how it is over there, then it's right that he should be able to go and buy a gun. But I mean, outside of that, outside of that determination, right. why can anybody go into a gun shop and buy an assault rifle? For mm. what? Where, where, I don't get it. And it just seems so alien to me. It seems so odd. And in the face of people dying and still like 
Obama was stopped from introducing the kind of controls that it, it sounds like people are crying out for mm. because the 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 is I think it's called the NRA, the National Rifle Association, or, or whatever it is out there, is so powerful. Yeah. It's so powerful, the and there was is, somebody yeah. tweeting the other day and calling out all these. Um, like American politicians who had come forward and tweeted things and said, oh, you know, the, to the victims and their families, you're in our thoughts and prayers. And then somebody was just countering each tweet with, they're not in your thoughts and prayers, you received, and then he would quote the amount of money that they received from... NRA. From, yeah. Yeah. And saying, you know, the, effectively, this is why mm. we have no gun controls because they are able to lobby you. They are able to... um you know, give over money to all your kind of political campaigns and hence you stand behind them and hence you will not go up against them mm. and bring in proper controls. And that is the, unfortunately, that is the almost just perverse stalemate mm. that there is in the US. And that's frightening. What, what, <laughs> this, it's, it's frightening to think that you have a problem with, you know, with, with laws and regulations being brought in. Like, I don't think anyone is saying that, you know, you can't have a gun at all. You can't protect yourself. But to think that you can't have some sort of, you know, you can't monitor what's going on. That To me, that's weird. Why would you fight against that? Yeah. You know, if you deem yourself to be of sound mind and a person who is responsible enough to have a firearm on their person or in their house, you know, why would you not think, you know what? Actually, I don't mind giving this information about myself because I know that I am of sound mind and I am responsible and I can do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm okay to have a weapon on me. It's fine. Why would you not extend that to the next person and the next person who, who also wants a firearm? Just to make sure if you really are about safety, then be about safety. Yeah. You know? It's fraudulent. It really is, is ridiculous. I just, I, I, I just feel like America, America, and I know I'm generalizing, but it feels like America and some Americans have such a blind spot when it comes to, and I don't understand mm. that almost obsessive desire mm. to be able to carry out. I'd like, I, I, I really don't get it. What are they? What are they expecting? Like, what's? <laughs> What's this? Just you know, they're always talking Armageddon. about people are going to get us. Yeah, who is about, trying to get you? But I think, I think, um, like the the that whole Second Amendment thing that they talk about mm. when they talk about the right to bear arms, it's in a time when it was, I think, like you the know, Wild Wild West, yeah. when they were out there trying to, you know, trying to find land for themselves. And, you know, you had the yeah. Native Americans, who you all killed off anyway. Like I'm sure it's probably them that you're trying to say, oh, we need to protect ourselves against them, but you're killing them off. But like, in this day and age. It, like really what mm. is the need for a, as an, and I'll go back to it an assault rifle or an AK-47 <laughs> in yeah. your home mm. what's the need for that just the other day I saw again on social media some young girl had killed herself using a gun in the family home because somebody posted some naked pictures of her or naked pictures of her were spread around Snapchat yeah. a young girl had access to her mum's gun in mm. her in, in her family home is that is is that protecting yourself? Oof, do, do I just want to know where are these all these stories of something happening, putting someone in danger, and then being able to draw for their home weapon and have successfully prepared protected <laughs> themselves? I never really hear mm. that 
that narrative. If it happens, I would... I really like. Is yeah. that a thing? It's like it's rare. Like if somebody's you know going to come in your house and do something to you, you know, you're not going to have the time to be like, excuse me, mate, could you just hang on while I get my gun? You've got your gun. I'll go get my gun and we can just fight it out. It, it's not going to happen That's like that I mean. ever. Like, come on, it's ridiculous. Do you know what's interesting? I saw um, a few years ago this interview with Ice T, right? Talking to is it Krishnan Guru Murphy? He does okay. the yeah. He's on Channel Four. Yeah, and. Um, I can't remember why the conversation came up, but it came up in regards to obviously America and their, you know, their gun laws and everything. Yeah. So Ice Ice T was saying that you know he believes that people should have the right to bear arms. Right. And he says the reason why I can say that is because I grew up, I grew up in Los Angeles. I think he grew up in Compton. I might mm-hmm. be wrong, but he grew up in a really rough neighborhood. He said you have to remember that where I grew up, the people who were supposed to be looking after, you know. The cities, you know, looking after everybody, namely the police, yeah. were coming into my area and literally killing us off. So I needed to have a gun to protect myself. Now I can understand that from where he's coming from. But did they shoot back? Is, is he saying that there were actual gunfights between citizens and police? Because I still no. can't picture. Th- he was saying that in the time that he was growing, he grew up in the eighties, where you know the crack, like crack cocaine, was kind of like you know pummeled into the area and everything he was like it was really bad and then the police made it he grew up in the reagan era yeah which if you're familiar with that you will know that it was just really really violent and you know the police didn't help much matters so for him he was like i need to protect myself because the people who are supposed to be protecting me aren't they coming right. into my area to kill me okay now that to me i kind of understand that as a direct threat because now it's you feel like i need to protect myself i need to protect my family however you have ordinary ordinary people in america who probably don't really have a high crime rate in their areas who feel like i need to protect myself i need to carry a gun yeah and that's why i'm like protect yourself from what who is trying to kill you and where they don't live near you you probably don't couldn't recognize them if you you have an image in your head that the media has sold you of who it is that is supposed to be killing they probably don't even live anywhere near you Mm. so do you see what and he also said you know you have to remember i live in america we were built off of the back of the gun basically yeah if you look at you know people again coming in and you know trying to find land and everything but this is this is what i know yeah and he's like i will continue to wear my gun until i feel like the government or the police or the authorities aren't trying to come into an area where i live and trying to kill me so i'm like okay i get what he's saying but it's always that it never pans out like that. That's the problem. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard that um, that school of thought and that rhetoric about why some Americans really hold hold steadfast to that mm. whole, no, we as ordinary citizens should because our police are militarised and, 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 you know, they can come in at any mm. time. But you never... Do you ever hear of ordinary citizens going gun to gun, fight to fight mm. with the state... No. In America. Of course, that doesn't happen. Mm. It doesn't happen. And I don't even... There's, it, but the thing is, there's not even any any arrangement for that to happen. Mm. So you've got a gun. So, so imagine the person at number 15's got a gun. Mm. Then the person at number 13 hasn't. The person at number 11 hasn't. The person at number uh, uh, 12 might have, but... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you're not sure. Yeah, but you're not sure. Where's the... She's not even like you lot are already and linked up and look, if the state come tonight, mm. we are ready for that. It's not even that. 
it's just everyone's sinking on on this level. But then when it comes down to it, it's just individuals walking around unchecked, it apparently appears to be, able to go into elementary schools, able to go into churches, able to go into cinemas, able to go into nightclubs Mm -hmm. and just shoot people dead. That's crazy to me. That's wild to me. As well, it's just, oh, you know, my feelings were hurt five years ago, so I just did blow everybody out. Oh, you know, this girl wouldn't go out on a date with me, so I had to shoot this person. Right. Oh, you know, it's always some Do you remember that guy? There was a white guy that went on some rampage, having been, he said, rejected. The one that went into the church? Not the one that went into the church. No, that wasn't, not not the one that went into the church. This one drove around Mm -hmm. and shot about three or four people on the basis that he'd been rejected by women. Mm -mm. So I think he was targeting, excuse me if I'm wrong, but I think he was targeting blonde women, just shooting people dead. Mm-mm. And 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 one of those victims' fathers spoke out, and I remember tweeting about it at the time. Yeah, spoke out and said, like for real, for real, mm. we do need some gun controls. And it's always, it's it's sad that it's it's getting to this now when ordinary citizens are, you know, I don't know what their 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 politics were like before on the subject, but opening up now, but only. Have a, the sad part is they have to be the victim before their voices become yeah. amplified. Apparently, some of the parents of the children that died in the Sandy Hook massacre mm-hmm. are trying to get together, trying to um, go forward with a lawsuit to sue the makers of the assault rifle that really? was used. Yeah, and apparently it's the same kind of assault rifle. It's not an AK-47, it's an a it's an A, another letter, and then another number. So, but similar yeah, to yeah. the gun that was used in yeah. this Orlando shooting. And they are trying, they, they're, yeah, so they're trying to get, um, to trying to uh, basically get a lawsuit up and running about that gun and either its manufacture or its sale. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it a bit more and find out what the actual details are. But it's it's a cruel irony that that's the same gun now mm. that's been used in these Orlando shootings. Who, I, I return I back understand. to what the question. What is checks? What are you so afraid of? Like, you're, you're afraid of the man that you, 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 you can't identify, so you're carrying a gun, but you're yep. not afraid, but you're, you just, you feel concerned about people checking on you. I just, I, I, I would I, want to know that, please do check that this man is okay or this woman is okay to carry a gun. Please do. Mm. You know, even if your four guns are carrying, you should, I don't understand why you don't have that train of thought. Mm. Like, check that person right there. Check them. Like, seriously. And I think, it, like, I mean, do people just ask one of the basic questions? Like, what do you want this gun for? <laughs> I, just, I still, I know I'm harping on about it, but I still don't mm. get what are you buying an assault rifle for when you live in a city and we're not at war? Mm. What are you doing? It's and that's one of the things that they're saying in in the, in the Sandy Hook case that they're hoping to be able to to kind of get off the ground. Although I, I don't know what what the likelihood of that is, mm. but they're saying that the weapon is a weapon of war. And that's the way I look at it. So how are just everyday citizens able to go out and purchase this? I'm baffled. Who does the, who are the NRA? Who do they kind of report to? Like, who is the kind of, do they have like, not have like a governing body that can kind of, I don't know. Maybe they are, maybe they are the, do they just monitor themselves? 
perhaps and perhaps their check and balance is supposed to be um, the Congress government and and the Senate and stuff they're like not that doing a very good job. No, they? they're not because of that because <laughs> of that that re, that that f- financial relationship. Right, and that's the problem. That's what makes that's what causes the. Um, you know the inability basically to keep them in check because mm. there's a conflict of interest there it's so sad because then they give money over yeah. to these politicians and that that helps them fuel their political ambitions and their political campaigns so then how are they going to you know bite the hand that feeds them effectively right right and that's that's how it keeps going on and then they don't get kept into check but it's just really really sad do you know another um Another facet of what's happened. I mean, you spoke about Donald Trump trying to use um, the tragedy and to try and forward his own kind of, you know, trying to forward his own uh, political agenda. And then, of course, you've got Stacey, excuse me, Stacey Dash. Um, Can I just say trash. to all you guys back in the day that used to love off of Stacey Dash, oh, look what you were loving. The disappointment must be so real. <laughs> look the what you were loving. The disappointment must be so real. People used to just go out on a limb for that one. I'm like, look what you see. She's, she's actually moronic. I, she's very moronic. So, Stacey, do you read what? Do you think about oh, what you write before you write it? It's it's ridiculous. It's not even you know. It's not even funny. Mm. It's not even funny. It's really it's really sad yeah. to know that a big old grown woman like that. Yep, is literally speaking clean out of her backside. Yep. But you, I was gonna say, I have also seen a number of people who have spoken. Just it's really. It, I'm kind of like shocked. Mm. That people have been online and in the face of 50 people going about their day-to-day business or, you know, 100 plus people who have been affected and even more in terms of the families have still got time to raise their homophobia online. Oh, listen. I just... I'm just like... I mean, it really speaks to somebody's lack of humanity... Mm. To choose that as a time to be talking about, yeah, but gays, this. Not that I'm surprised. Like, what? You know, whenever, whenever anything like, like, the, like some, whenever anything tragic happens to, you know, to a black person, you know, for instance, I go, go back to the Trayvon Martin. Rather than seeing that this poor boy was shot unarmed, yeah, going about his business again, trying to, you know. The question that was asked was, well, what did he do? Why was he dressed like that? What was happening? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what? This is a child. Little Tamir Rice. Well, why was he... Why did he have that? Why did he have this? Why? Everything is why, why, why? Why did he have a toy gun in yeah. a state where they allow you to, to, to carry weapons? He's 12. <laughs> no, 12. Show me a 12-year-old, that the 12-year-old boy in particular that doesn't like to play, you know, cops and robbers and run about and, like, 12. Yeah. And you're questioning, are you stupid? So I'm really not surprised about the homophobia. I'm not at all. I'm just, like... It's disturbing. It is very disturbing. It's It's like, go check yourself. Take a seat. Shut up. And actually, it really shows... It's, to me, it just it shows a lot about people. Mm. It really does because whatever your views on 
sexuality and all the rest of it. Not that you should even really be have a have a view on what another person is engaging in, but whatever your views may be, in the face of people being killed in that particular way, i.e., they're mm. not. This is not like capital punishment in another country where you could say, oh, but they were criminals and that's mm. the country's law and they deal with cap. This is not that. Mm. This is people went to a nightclub mm. for crying out louds. Well, that, that's why I said it could have been anyone, anyone. And the sad irony is as well that that nightclub and it, apparently they were saying like the club scene as well mm. is supposed to be the, 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 their, their community's area of safety because... Then there aren't many other places that they can fraternise mm. because of homophobic views. Mm. And look, sad man, people get sad. It's very sad, but yeah, I just my heart really does go out to you know the families out there. I don't know, oh, I just must be very nightmarish for them. But yeah, I, just I, really I was hope reading. And I pray for them. Yep, I was reading another um, another account from a parent. Um, in the Guardian, and they it was a mum talking about receiving a text, text yeah. from her son in the middle of the night, mm. saying, "Mum, I'm gonna die." And then just you know they were texting for a while back and forth. She was trying to call him. Obviously, he didn't answer his phone, mm. so maybe she, he he didn't want. He was still alive at that stage, but he didn't answer the phone. And he he said he was in a bathroom, mm. and then he said, "Oh my God, he's in here. I'm mm. I'm gonna die." And unfortunately, mm. he was killed. Like what? <sighs> mm. yeah. La. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Okay. So yes, let's let's move on. Um, Jeez, I just, I'm so like, okay, so yeah, we'll move on to the next subject, which is about um, an article that I read um, today about Germany. Um, they've decided that um, sex education, they've got a sex education book in which it talks about how to achieve an orgasm. Now, the problem with this book, that it's um, aimed at um, kids as young as five years old. So, you know, the question is, do you think... Wait, rewind. Let me start that again. <laughs> Outrage as a five-year-old as five-year-olds get sex education on how to achieve orgasm. Can this I just say book. something? Yeah. Get out of here, mate! <laughs> what? So of course you're saying this is too much information for kids as young as five. Way too much. <laughs> God forbid! <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, that's, no. That's what they're doing. Five, five years old. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here and give me my child. Kids, they don't like, they could, can they even spell orgasm? But yet you're talking to them about something that is not. What do they know about yeah, what orgasm? What do they know? Like, come on. Oh, that's, no, that's gross. That's disgusting. I disagree with it to my core. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't even, like, there's nothing that anybody is going to say mm. that's going to, is going to change my mind to think that a five-year-old a five-year-old needs to read up on or needs to be educated about orgasms. The main thing that I would say young children mm. should be educated on are their private areas and the fact that nobody should be touching, touching them, them yeah. in their private areas. That's it. What the hell? Orgasms. About what? For where? Who? How? <laughs> how, Sway? How? <laughs> 
No, no, this is what no, they're gonna no, do. No, I mean, no. like, I don't know. It, I, it'd be interesting to know what um, their pregnancy rate is in in Germany, and I only say that because I know that in the UK it's through the roof, mm. and I know that in Europe, but apparently it's falling. You know, the really? teen- teenage pregnancy rate is falling. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I know that in um, I don't know if, if it's you know if Germany is one of the countries where it's actually quite, I know that it's Scandinavia mm. and Sweden, those countries there they mm-hmm. actually have very low rates of mm. um, of um, pregnancy, teen pregnancy. Yeah, and I know that they're quite open with their sex education, like more so than here. However, mm. I don't think they start teaching their kids anything at the age of five. You know, it might be probably like simple things like knowing your your private parts. Yeah, and, and I think I th- to me, I think that is what children should know about their private areas. Perhaps even about the cleanliness of your private areas. That mm. nobody should be touching you. Nobody should be touching you in ways that make you feel uncomfortable. Nobody should be yeah. touching you there and then telling you not to tell your parents about it or not to you know or in ways that are are that hurt you physically or just that kind of stuff I think is important to introduce to Mm. children because obviously you know there's a whole thing about grooming now and one of the things of grooming is that it's it's something that happens in a sort of insidious gradual way over time where somebody could be groomed into sexual behavior that they don't understand is inappropriate so I would I, I would agree with at a young age, getting children to understand the appropriateness or otherwise of of behaviour to do with their bodies. But man, no, 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 oh no five-year-old so I'm just reading some of it. Okay, let me just go back in this. Oh, this. This is madness. Okay, so basically the book is called Where Do You Come From? Okay, it features graphic images of a couple called Lisa and Lars having sex. No! Wait. <laughs> look, 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 one no, of the, wait, no. <laughs> one of the cartoon images shows Lisa putting a condom on Lars. Um, obviously, parents complain to um, the and Berlin this is for five year olds. Yeah, they've complained to the Berlin Senate, um, the city's governing body. So, hang on, this is the bit that made me go, "I want a backside." Wait. Okay, so the book aimed at educating children aged five years and upwards reads, when it's so good that it can't get any better, Lisa and Lars have have an orgasm, and the vagina and the penis feels nice and tingly and warm. Yeah, rubbish. Get out okay. of here. This is what I'm get out of here. Kind of, I'm actually really kind of sorry. What kind of pedophilic book is this? That's what are you disgusting. doing? I'm like, no, You're not, not with my kids. No way. No way. Oh my god. So, politician Dorothy Bear of the Christian um, Social Union Party in Boravia said, "Sex education should accompany um, the development of children, but not speed it up." That makes total sense to me. Why are you trying to introduce them to things that their brain is not going to understand? Have you spoken to a five-year-old? Do you know what these kids think about? Not too much. All they want to do is run about play, give them sweets, and that is it. It's not orgasms. I tell right, you that it's much. not. Who, who, who wrote this? That's gross. This is I'm, really, I'm, I'm, I'm really disgusted by this. I hope that the parents you know, at this school, really, like, band together. I would take my child out of at least a class that tried that. This is not acceptable. I would take my child out of that class. I would say, do not you dare, Mm -hmm. please. 
try and tell, indoctrinate my child with all of that oh, foolishness at five. Watch this. Watch the ride. Hang on. The, out, <laughs> the outrage comes as teachers in the UK have, be, have been encouraged to introduce um, pornography. Porn- pornography into the classroom using sex education lessons to explain that porn is not all bad and hugely diverse. What am I reading? I'm Love. glad I don't have kids, you know, because it would be a problem. No. It would be a... Listen, if I... No, thank you. No, thank you. My nephew is seven. If he... Listen, that's not... He's not my child, but I feel like he is mine. And for him... To turn around and say to me, yeah, Auntie Lorraine, guess what? You know, I went to school today and there was, books, there was this book and it featured a man and a woman called Lisa and Lars. And I, nope. know, how to give, I know how to give an orgasm. Mm. The way I would speed down to that, to that <laughs> school. What are you teaching my nephew? <laughs> listen, kids, listen, we no. as human beings, we spend the smallest amount of time on this planet as children, Right. So let them keep their innocence. Why are you trying to enforce something on them that doesn't need enforcing? What the hell is wrong with you? And then the things that they should be enforcing and teaching, I don't <sighs> see any mention of them. Not one ounce of a mention, but yeah, you want to put, not, not my, find, find someone else or something else to do, but not around here. I re- honestly, I really hope that the, the parents in Germany say, no, no, this is too much. N-O-P-E. So yeah, nope. so let me end this year because I can feel my blood pressure rising <laughs> as it is. And I've already had one of them weeks today. I don't need to be angry about anything else. So yeah, so <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> we need to. That was supposed to be the lightest subject. Yeah, it I'm was. Like, nah. It's got me vexed when I'm, I'm reading the article. I'm like, what the hell? What is this madness? <laughs> nah, nah, you're doing too much. Uh, do you know what it is? I think they like you know when you know governments like to be like to show you know we're down with the kids yeah we know what's no going that's on. Just like, disgusting yeah. like you don't have to be down with sometimes it's okay to say kids no yeah. this ain't happening it's yeah. not for you not yeah. everything's for you come out of grown people's business sometimes it's okay to do that five okay as I said Wrong. let me move on anyway Shazza what'd you learn this week babes I have learnt that. I'm not perfect, but I'm nearly there. <laughs> Whoa. That was to quote. What a statement that was to, quote. to make. You need to explain that. No, that was be thinking, to... <laughs> what? Huh? It was, you know, it's something that happened at work. So, obviously, I've just been in this case that's been going on. And <laughs> really my... feeling those I know, like, I know. Rubbing her knee, I... like, I'm amazing. <laughs> I am. I really am. <laughs> no, so, 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 um... My my current eminent Queen's Council, who's leading me in this All case, right, darling, um, okay. <laughs> said, do, do speak, said in court yeah. about about <laughs> something, just about me. She said, well, you know, she's not perfect, mm. <laughs> but she's practically perfect. Who are you, Mary Poppins? And then, that's, no, that's my nickname now in the case that I'm the Mary Poppins of the case. <laughs> so like every no, every note that I've taken, everything that I've kind of come back to has been confirmed as correct. So everyone kind of like looks to me of was that said? Was mm. that said in this case? Was that said by that witness? <laughs> um, let me just think. Yeah, no, the witness did say that. Like, everyone defers to me. <laughs> Shazza, the most junior. Well, yeah, he said it on the twelfth of March at five fifty-six p.m. It is to be getting exact. like that. It's getting like that, and I take random notes of random things as well, like not just of things that have been 
um, said, but like there was something else that came up to do with measurements, and I'd I'd already done it, and so I was able to say, oh yes, it's da, 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 da. so it's like yeah, so it's kind of like um, a kind of running joke that I am the Mary Poppins of this case, but actually. You know, I knew, I knew of my own, she goes going off into one, I knew of my own perfection. So yeah. I can't say I learned that this week. It was just merely affirmed for me. <laughs> you look at you lapped it up in it, you lapped it all up. I can see this one. You know me, laugh, you know please, me. Let my head, please, get any, just I love a bit of praise. <laughs> Always been partial to a bit of praise. <laughs> You're like my nephew, bro. That boy loves a praise of the the teeth like the grinning is too like, yeah, that's completely me so it. yeah i mean that's one of the things i learned this week so um what else did i learn mm. um oh i don't know though i don't know i'm really bad at answering my phone i've been getting really bad complaints mm. about this but you know what i am i am you know and i said this a long while ago um, in this podcast right. series that we do. I said a long time ago that I'm kind of switching off from my phone, especially when I get home. Mm. The last thing I want to do, unless I've got it in my hand and I'm social media in and I'm on, you know, um, Instagram or I'm on Twitter, then I've got the phone in my hand and if if I get messages and whatever right. and I'm in that zone, I'm going to get on them, I'm going to interact. But you see, if I've put my phone down... It's down, isn't it? It's down. Sometimes it's on silent. <laughs> I'm just, I don't really care. And especially yeah. if I've kind of heard from the people that I need to hear from in that day. You know, I might have spoken to my mom or whatever. Oh, I'm not expecting anybody. Everything, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, is cool in, in my world. <laughs> that uh, Listen, <laughs> sometimes I don't even know where it is. <laughs> sometimes and it's I good to just yeah, out of the matrix, you know. The thing is, it's been a gradual thing that's been really really happening with me but now i'm getting the complaints you don't mm. answer your phone you you know what you're right i don't answer my phone i don't that's mm. actually it sometimes sometimes it is in my hand and sometimes i do see your fa- your name yeah. and sometimes i'm still not answering and you know what it's no beef mm. it's no disrespect it's no it's nothing it, you know what it is it's my phone i don't mm. want to answer it <laughs> don't want to speak to you see that's I'm why cool. i can't involve you in groups oh <laughs> wait no, we're not <laughs> look anyway no, don't you, might, you might cover your mic all i'm saying is <laughs> halloween <laughs> that is all i'm saying right the secrets out <laughs> halloween side eye <laughs> those who know will know the secret Sorry. is out. <laughs> and you know, this is the thing. So <laughs> that's what I've learned this week. Halloween, oh I've learned. It's a wonderful time in the year. I've also learned, like, you know, whatevs. <laughs> I've also learned that, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not really bothered about, you know, the phone. I used to be, yeah. you know, really one of those people. And sometimes, you know what? You still catch me like that. When I'm in work mode and especially like it's emails and I'm, you know, responding to things like if you see me in the morning and I'm off the train and I'm just walking to court, <laughs> sometimes I do have my head buried in my phone and I'm catching up and I'm seeing what I can do in maybe that hour before I walk into court and all the rest of it. But 
especially when I get home in the evening. That's it. I'm I'm mm. I'm, I'm tuned out. I'm tuned out. So that's kind of like yeah, that's kind of me and it's kind of been growing. It's it's remember I told you I kind of like just pulled back and I just I quite liked that position of yeah. just not being so available. It's not everyday available. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> not every day available some like, days unavailable Shazza, isn't it I need you ticks are, I'm seeing blue ticks double blue ticks Shazza more blue ticks alright see what this is not, listen not every not every day see what this is not every day answer phone some days voicemail <laughs> One of them ones. <laughs> Those ones for no, real. I get it. No, sometimes it's just I just need to be with just just be me. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so intrusive. Phones are so intrusive. Yeah. I mean, even me. Sometimes I'm like, just look, look, put it down, man. Put yeah, it down. You know? There's a lot going on, and because yeah. you do, you can do so much on it. So you can email, you can text, you can, you know, check your Twitter feed, you can go on facebook you could there's so much you could be doing all at once you can find yourself really mm. in this and with all the apps as well of this check your temperature check your how many steps you've walked check your flipping ovulation all the rest you could really just be in your phone it's too much mm-hmm. it's too much man it's too much mm-hmm. so yeah i'm kind of i'm 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 pulling back from phone usage sometimes whenever i feel like it basically that actually there was something that i saw on um um on instagram and yeah. i had to I, I had to like it and it said <laughs> um, just because i'm liking pics on instagram doesn't mean i'm taking calls right now <laughs> and it's true just because you see Miss she talks, Miss she underscore talks like this, oh, Miss she underscore talks. She must be available. Like, let me. Yeah, nah. No, not, not I still you. want Sorry. answer. I still want answer. Then I will yeah. still go back and be coming on Instagram. Yes, I will. Yes, we can. Oh, so, what have you learned this week, Clara? So it was interesting. Last week's show, we were talking to obviously Chucky and poet, poet and Chucky. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to say, and I think we were asking them about how they got their podcast started. Right. And you kind of made the point that, you know, we kind of, you know, came up with the same train of thought. Like, yeah. you know, we really need a platform, like, because there isn't anything out there mm. for women like us, black women in particular, like, we just don't have a voice. Mm. So that's why we decided to do pretty much, obviously, not because they're black women, they're not, they're men. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, they decided we, you know, we'd like to have a platform, let's set one up for ourselves. We decided the same thing. Mm. So, with that in mind, I'm very much like, don't try to shut me down or tell me I can't say this, I can't say that. I can say what I want when I want to say it. Mm. And I always find it interesting that the people who want to tell you stop talking mm. other people that can't shut up then themselves mm. when they should shut up mm. so my thing is this like you know i find it incredible that you know as a as a as a black woman who has all these different thoughts and things and feelings and emotions and things like that i don't impose my opinion on anybody else yeah i say what i have to say it comes from my personal experiences and i just feel like we have a lot to say we have a lot to contribute to the world and i i i you know with obviously you as well kind of decided to start this because you know we're free to do so yeah so for anyone to turn around and say to me 
that I can't. Mm. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. Mm. You do not have the power of influence over me to Or even ever, worse, that you shouldn't. Ever tell me that I can't do something. You yeah. don't know me from nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're the, that, that person who feels, oh, Lana, all she does is argue, blah, I will continue to argue if yeah. you decide to come at me sideways, especially when I'm minding my own business. Yeah. I'm blue ticking people. <laughs> yeah. And you're still insisting. <laughs> Don't. I don't trouble nobody unless yeah. they trouble me. Yeah. That is my, that is my thing. Anybody that wants to go out the side of their way and be like, oh, Law came on my timeline and she said this and she said that. Or, no, you're lying because yeah. that could never be me. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. But however, if you have the time and the energy to come at me, don't worry. On we, your timeline. On my timeline. Yeah. We can do this. On your platform. Yeah. yeah. And I will continue to. I don't have a problem being that person. Yeah. But like I said, don't start nothing. It won't be nothing. That's what I was yeah. saying. Don't start no won't be nothing. It won't. It yeah. literally won't. And I am sick to the death of people telling me you can do this and you can specifically people who do the most. Yeah. The most. Yeah. When they shouldn't. That I'm absolute not, yeah. most. And I'm not there telling you you can't even do that. Even though I'm looking at you like mm, that's a bag of foolishness. Yeah. You're grown. You can do what you want. Yeah. So what makes you what makes you think? that yeah i can inform her decision how how when did we have that conversation how sway how <laughs> like i said i see too many black women get shut down you can't do this you can't do yeah. however what i do find interesting is that when you want our support you're all up in our batty crease yeah. and we're actually you don't even have to ask us because it's the first thing that we do yeah 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 it's the first thing that riding we do. for guys i remember riding. when um i think it, it's either mike brown or Trayvon Martin, when they died. And obviously, rightly, people were outraged about it, yeah. campaigning, as they should do. And also, I remember reading the story about a girl called Renisha McBride, mm -hmm. who was shot in her face because her car broke down. She went to the nearby house, some, and again, some idiot crazy man looked at her, just thought, oh my God, and just shot her. Because mm -hmm. she knocked on their door, asking for help. Yeah. Didn't ask no questions. Bang. Blew her away. And as I said, this was at the same time as Ugh. Trayvon actually and Mark Brown. That story. Yeah. Nothing was done. Nothing. Nothing at all. Which is why I go so hard for black women and I speak out, on, speak out for them. Yeah. Because I know that could be me. So if you ain't going to do it, who's going to do it? Let me do it my damn self then. Yeah. And don't come at me and tell me I can't talk about that. I can't champion that. I can't affirm women that look. Are you going to do it? Mm. I'd, 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 I would say that from my observations and from my own personal, like, anecdotal and otherwise, um, I'd, I'd call it evidence, I don't feel like black men ride for black women publicly. Mm. So in, I'm not talking about you know, when we sit down at our dinner tables and having dinner parties and in, you know, in, in, in groups of people that we all know and love, I'm talking about on public platforms. Mm. I don't feel that black men ride for black women as quickly and in the numbers and in the, sa in the same vocal and outright way that black women ride for black men. Nope. I said it! 
Like I said, you know, I was talking about Renisha McBride and, it, and, you know, I heard death did happen around the time of the Trayvon. And I do remember specifically that, you know, there was a, there was a march kind yeah. of organised not too long after that. And it was for Mike Brown. It was for um, Trayvon and um, Freddie Gray as well. Mm. That was organised by two black women. You didn't have to ask them to do that. Yeah. They felt compelled to do that. Yeah. Right, they made themselves visible to do that. You lot don't do that. Mm. Somebody said to me the other day, "Oh, how can you say that we don't support you?" Blah blah blah. Do you know we get shot? Do you know we get? That's happening to us. But the reason why you're not aware of that is because when we talk about black pe- black pain specifically, yeah. it comes from a black male perspective. Yeah, Malcolm X said it himself. The most narrative. disrespected person in America is the black woman. We get disrespected by people from outside our community and we get disrespected by people within our community because you yep. don't want to hear what we're going through. It's always, oh, we're going through this, we're going... We go through everything and then some. Yeah. Yeah? I think that's the... That's the kind of, like... Sometimes the sad part of it that you when you do start to talk about, um, like black experience Mm. and black negative experience sometimes you do find that if 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 it's a woman expressing it that a guy will kind of maneuver it and frame his experience Mm. as against her experience so it becomes a compare and contrast exercise it's not even about as opposed to an empathetic exercise it's like recognize this is happening to us too. And if we can recognise that we know it's happening to you. Yeah. We've got black men in our family, you know, black black friends. and They're all telling us the same thing. So they all can't be liars. Yeah. However, when we tell you the same thing. Yeah. It's like, mm, mm. Yeah. We go through enough of that. Mm, oh, you yeah. know, chip on your shoulder. And you do the, the same thing happens to you as well. But I don't understand why you can't recognise it to me it boggles the mind yeah and even here as well like i think i've mentioned this before in the show like when i talk about the prison stats for the uk yeah everyone seems to think that you know the black male prison population is more than the it's actually not it's 24% of the male prison population 24% are made up of black men of the female prison population is actually 26%. But like I said, a lot of people don't actually know that because when we talk about black pain and black injustice, it always comes from a male perspective. Mm. Cherry Gross, her family have only just got their money uh, or they've got an apology, if, if I remember correctly, mm. about you know their mother being I killed. I think they are going to get a how many, well. how many decades ago? Yep. Yeah? When was the last time we spoke about that lady? Mm. How many men have we spoke about since you know since since she um, since she passed away? Yeah, loads. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying that that's you know I'm not dismissing that. Obviously, that's pain is pain, but I would like to see, as you said, you know, a lot more black men visible and talking about the stuff that we go through and actually being supportive. Yeah. So, for me as a black woman, if I'm putting out an opinion that affirms people that look like me and mm-hmm. you Cheryl mm-hmm. I don't want to hear no black man tell me you can't do that or you shouldn't do that oh, for on. no reason yeah and then you have to question, ask me what's wrong with me what is wrong with you what's wrong with you bruh right what is wrong with you <laughs> what don't happened question to you me. <laughs> yeah nah don't I'm don't. not. I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. <laughs> no, mm. you will get ching checked. Yeah, I'm You're, not. I'm not one of the yeah. LOL crew. I'm not. You Always out there LOLing. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> you will get ching checked. If your ego is bruised, and your ego is bruised, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. checking you so that you know, 
And yeah. actually, you should be happy that I've actually said, you know what? Cool. That is what should happen. Because if I do something like that, I'd be like, you know what? Hands up. I shouldn't have done that. Mm. If, a, if, you know, if Bashy can go out there and make a tune called Black Boys, Black Boys, I shouldn't turn around and say, what have you done that for, Bashy? What are you talking about? What have, you, black, what have about, you done that for, Ashley? What about the white boys around the corner? What about yeah. the Asian boys? Come on. What, why are you doing that? Can you imagine? Do you know what I mean? And look at him now, as I said on the last show. Blessings galore. Yeah. My man's 20. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't ever be afraid to affirm people that look like you because we have enough crap to deal with. There's enough people out there telling us we ain't shit. Right? That's the thing. Like, oh, there should be more. I just, I, I, I've, I've spoken about it on a number of different um, platforms and in a number of different venues, publicly and privately, that I do feel that there is this general kind of lack of... I do, yeah, support or understanding and empathy mm. sometimes in and amongst black men and black women. I, I do feel that some black men do look at maybe the what they think to be the black female experience in this country and think that it's somewhat cushy. Yeah, compared so many to you have an easy ride you know police don't stop you you get into clubs for free mm-hmm. one person said clubs mm-hmm. what okay. <laughs> is that what we're judging it that's on what now, yeah because yeah, for years remember then the girls outside the district club and when they didn't get left in let in now you don't know what we feel like what the hell like is that what you're really compared that's your like for God. like seriously is that all you got getting into a club a club that didn't want you in the first place <laughs> idiots flipping idiots oh, get gosh. yourself together man no, honestly I'm, I'm tired Come of the bullshit on, gather up get yourself together <laughs> do you know what I mean get oh, we together. couldn't get in they didn't want you it's no loss yeah what yeah. is a loss is the, the stuff that we're actually going through real stuff that we're going do your research yeah yeah and then you think know. we have a maybe we do things so well and kind of let things go over our head so much we're so good at doing it you lot don't even notice and the thing is i don't even necessarily think things go over women's head i think a lot of it is internalized mm. so a lot of things that you may see in um women sometimes maybe if we're you know defensive or whatever you don't know you don't know the kind of aggressions that you've put up with in a day i know i think i've told this story mm. here before the time when I, I went to i went to audi shout out audi finchley road <laughs> i was going there to i think i either was going to pick up my car or i was going to no i was going to yeah, I was going to pick up my car. I think, anyway, that's not really detail. <laughs> you know, I get like this, you know, just to go for another tangent. Oh one of God. my friends, if it hates me, I'm always like, I need to like, get the actual detail. And I was what are we black shoes. And <laughs> I sat in the white chair. <laughs> Let me just get to the point. The point is, I was in, involved in the case and my prosecutor and the officer in the case were just, I just felt that they were just being so so disrespectful to me and it Mm. was just I carried it with me and it was I found it quite difficult and it was a real battle and I just felt disrespect and jabs come in and professionalism slipped I think from their end and I couldn't really understand it but it's a lot you take it on and you get through that day and I just remember that I went to Aldi and I sat down and I I used to talk to the guys and there's some guy that used to go to school with used to work there shout out Dame and um (laughs) I just sat down and they, you know, because usually I'm quite bubbly when I go in there and get my discount. And <laughs> mm. But then it was just kind of like, you know, are you are you okay? 
And I was like, yeah, 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 good, I'm okay. And they're like, no, no, you don't see me self, you're yeah. okay. And then they just started crying in big, big Addy, <laughs> Finchley Roads, Mm-mm. real tears. And it was just a release of the stress and the pressure that had been going on. And, you know, what the reason why I use that example is because actually that kind of, that sort of a day could have manifested another way in me maybe it could have been manifested in me by being frosty or it could have manifested yeah. in me in being slightly abrasive or or, or 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 brisk with somebody you know and then that may feed into mm, she's always like or they're yeah. always <clears throat> like when you don't know that mm. actually i've been feeling quite attacked all day mm. you know and that is that's just an example of sometimes it's would you understand if I came to you and I said, look, this this work, this particular work day had levels to it because it's these two white men mm. are acting in a way. <clears throat> and, you know, there's a set you go to you go to any job, whatever job it is, and you're just you're doing your job. It, it got to a stage that. And it may not have been a color thing. It may have been a woman thing because mm. it got to a stage where. Uh, that case got taken over by a different prosecutor and but the same officer stayed on it so there was a day when it came back again for trial and me and this other prosecutor were sat in a room she's a white female I'm a black female she's trying to tell the officer to do some stuff the officer's just being offhand yeah. with her <laughs> offhand with her and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking this is the kind of BS that I was even going through. Mm, mm. So now I thought, but there's two of us now and it's you on your own. So I've chipped in. <laughs> I've chipped in now. <laughs> I'm here. And you know what? Not even in any kind of ultra aggressive way, but she's telling him do X, Y and Z because this needs doing and this hasn't been right. done. That hasn't been investigated. And the defence are raising this. So this needs to be done. And he's just trying to be all combative and mm. all kind of Just rude get and, it done. Yeah. That's and that's what I said. Yeah. I said. I said, I said, listen, we're back here for trial on the second occasion. I'm not coming back again on a third occasion. You need to get this done and get it done now. So can you go and do it? Mm. I almost like dismissed him. Mm. And then when I left... That lady now was feeling like, I'm really glad that you stepped in. I just felt really hostile Mm. energy from him. And I'm just like, this is the kind of thing that as a woman you can go through in a day, especially in some positions, especially in some jobs, which are maybe male dominated or dominated by a particular type of man. Mm. And I don't want to, if I bring that up, I don't want that to be met with, yeah, but you lot have it easy though, because, Mm. or... What I've heard before. That oh, well, it only happened to you, not everyone else. So therefore, it doesn't matter. You know, that just diminishes the experience. Oh, really? And I, I, do, I do think sometimes that there can be a lack of empathy, mm. you know, towards what, some of the things that we do go through, the microaggressions that we do face. I just, I, I, I really, really do. And... That's troublesome. It is. I think we're good at like kind of. Okay, I'm just going to ignore that one. Okay, I'm just going to. Yeah. Because you, you can literally spend your entire day, literally. Don't take the piss out of me. Yeah. Don't take the piss for every single. I tend thing. not to ignore loads of things though. But I make, I'm, I make comments mm. to make people know to let people don't know. Don't try me. Wait, not just even don't try me. Don't think I didn't see that. <laughs> don't think I didn't click that. <laughs> 
Because you know what? Because you know a lot of people bank on. Mm. They think you don't even get what they're doing. Mm. I get what you're doing. But this is the thing. That's why I'm like, I'm not bothered. Like, if you want to start, so I will call you out. <laughs> call you out. I will. Honest, I will be that girl. I don't have a problem with doing yeah. that. So if you know me, and if you know that I'm capable of capable of doing that, and will do it, that's fine. Let's let's do this all day because I'm not oh, yeah. here for the nonsense. I'm really not. <laughs> I love certain people, when I think about it as well, I had one particular person. You know, this person has actually followed me and unfollowed me about four times and every, every single on. time Continue i've sent him following. packing <gasps> vex why are you back here i didn't invite you here you keep coming back for what i why think he's still here? on my timeline even now but he's quiet this time because the last time i said to actually brought up the fact this is the fourth time you've come back here mm. why mm. what are you here <gasps> for well you know Maybe it's the again, combat that you love. I think it's ego. Yeah. I'm just going to show her that I'm not going to go running off again because he hasn't said two words to me since then. And I've noticed, I'm like, yeah, you're still dead up on my timeline because you know I blasted you the last time and exposed you for the fact that you keep running off because I keep telling you about yourself. <laughs> I didn't invite you nowhere. And then you're back. And you're back. <laughs> Are you stupid? You must be stupid. <laughs> must be. I don't know what it is, but please yeah. leave me alone. And I won't start on you. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Go and keep going. As they say, the go like, and keep going. To me, like I'm one of them people who like I will support anyone and anyone who is doing some like amazing work, and you know I'll champion that person mm. to the hilt. Uh, I have no issue with doing that. I use my platforms to do that all the time. All of them, from mm. my blog to this show mm. to, to like Facebook, everything, mm. all the time. So what I'm not going to part with. Is people coming at me to try and disrespect me for what? Yeah, or censor you yeah. as well. And this is the thing. I'm like, there's so much you could focus your energy on if mm. you wanted to disrespect something. You want to come at me for what? Mm. What challenges, challenge is there that you feel like you can win mm. at coming at me? Mm. Nardred, not today. Yeah. I mean, you will end up not talking. Simple. Yeah, that's fine. You won't like me at the end of this, so don't try me. <laughs> As you said before, don't start none. It won't be none. Don't be Dave Low for you out here. Don't try me. <laughs> try me. Try me. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, that but needs yeah, to be <laughs> our theme music for today. <laughs> Honestly, Tell us and yeah, I'm try done. me. Yeah, but yeah, to my, to, to my brothers out there, I love you lot like cooked food, but sometimes I need for you lot to be a little bit more visible. And I also need you to kind of call out your friends or your whoever it is that are around you when they're doing nonsense rather than backing them suicide dipping for foolishness that they do because they're your mates yeah yeah and that's where a lot of the problems begin because you're too busy like you know let me just ignore stuff Mm. yeah Mm. ignore it then yeah and then we got a big problem right exactly that's fine but yeah anyway that's okay for today talking about problems la Mm. so i've been rooting around um in our emails and we have a relationship dilemma. Please keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Two girls podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two girls podcast at gmail.com. And so I was saying, I'm going to redact the names from this particular um, message. So at the start of my relationship with X, we discussed having children. We both decided that we didn't want kids. 
a few years down the line, I changed my mind and stopped taking contraception without Ooh. telling my boyfriend. I fell pregnant, but only uh, only told X after three months of being pregnant. He hit the roof when I told him, telling me to have an abortion or he would leave. I refused, so he ended up leaving. Since I've had my baby, I haven't heard from X. He refuses to acknowledge or be part of our child's life. Oh, my goodness. Can I make X step up to the plate to look after his child? Or should I come to the realisation that I didn't tell him of the... Because I didn't tell him of the pregnancy, I now have to be the sole carer. What? Can you make X step up to the plate? No. Well, you know... You can't force anything. There are men out there who, you know... Been bringing kids into the world and they can't be made. Been bringing kids into the world. You know? And you can't make them do anything. So, you know, your your, your boyfriend or your former boyfriend who actually did state to you he didn't want any children. Like, why would you want to have kids for someone that doesn't want children? Specifically said. Yeah. Knowing what a responsibility it is. Mm. Why? Why would you want to do that to yourself? That's that's my question. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have failed to plan, <laughs> and now you have failed. You've just failed. I don't know. I, is she thinking that you know, if I get pregnant, he might change his mind? It seems like from this letter, he's quite adamant that but I a, don't want any children. That's what I'm saying, what a risk to take. Oh, he might change his mind, mm. but what if he doesn't? Then what? You and your child are alone, which is what's happened. Yeah. I don't. I, can't, I mean, I haven't got anything else to say. <laughs> There's no way I'm that sorry, you're gonna I don't be mean able... to laugh at your pain, but I just feel like you've put yourself into this predicament. I think like, so you know, too. I think you should have kind of thought about that and maybe got with somebody who you know who wants kids. Right? How you can know? you start saying? Can you make him? You know that there's a um, there's an issue out there of of men, and it doesn't even matter which race, color, or creed. Mm-hmm. Men being quite able mm-hmm. to walk away um, um, from children that they've sired. Yeah. So what, I, I mean, somebody that's even said to you they don't want, and then, on top of it, that he's leaving, <laughs> you're not going to... You can't get him back. I, I don't even know what to say. To, I think you've put yourself His own consciousness this. is going to have to prick you. Yeah, this is down to him. He might decide down the line, you know what, I do want to be involved in my child's life. But as it stands, I think he's probably angry with you. Yeah. Because essentially, you know, you bring another life another life into the world. That means all your the dynamics of how your life currently is, is changed mm-hmm. forever. Maybe that's what he didn't want. And, and now you've kind of put that on him. Right. So that's where the anger comes from. Right. And it may even be, you know, some people do decide. Mm. They may say, oh, I didn't want children. I don't want children. And then some, some years down the line, actually, no, I do. But you have to, you got to just be prepared to, if you want to wait that out, wait that out. Because for somebody to say to you, this is not like a dog. This is not like, oh, I don't want pets. I don't want I don't want <laughs> chips for dinner. This is like another being, a whole other person. Where are you going to put this this child if it's not wanted? Nowhere. You're going to still have to yeah. raise the child and raise the child properly mm-hmm. and raise the child with love. Girl. So I didn't even know. Maybe this woman just did what she wanted to yeah. do and... This you is just, the end result. This is just the end result. Yeah, love. You, you need to find ways of kind of raising your child by yourself. Yeah. 
and just kind of accept. You're not even by yourself. Where's your family? Yeah. It takes a village. So yeah. just just create that village elsewhere. Somebody sent to me today mm. the most beautiful video of um, a young black boy and he was in a um, some kind of martial arts. I don't know what the martial art is class and he was going through a, a test. I'm going to send it to you actually. I think you'll like it. Um, he was like going through a test for him to move to another stage. So part of the test was um, a physical part and then a spiritual part and then they said the the last part of the almost like the initiation was that his dad should would normally have been there so a child's father would normally have been there and then the child would lay on the back of the father and the father would do press-ups mm. um, as much as he can just to show he's physically in that time, and it's, you know, supposed to be um, metaphoric, of course, supporting that child. He's there to, to support that child. And then the teacher had said, you know, because, you're, you're, because your dad's not here, you know, myself, and then he was saying some other guys, like, so your spiritual brother, this one, that one, are going to do it for you. And then so the, all these men were lied down, and then the child went on the back, and then they were doing press-ups as much as they could, and then he would go on the next, and then the same, and then it just went to the end, and it was just oh. basically saying, you know, so we are here for you. We're here to support you. You know, we are your support. And it was so touching. Yeah. And I was actually crying when I watched it. It was actually <laughs> so touching. But it's... You know, it's kind of, I think it just reminded me just because of this issue of, you know, it wasn't just one man who took part in this. There were, you know, several men and some were brothers and this and that. And then they wouldn't let him. It was said that he couldn't go on to the next stage until he'd gone through this. And mm. in fact, there were some other young boys there and they wouldn't have gone on to the next stage until he had passed that bit as well. Yeah. So it was just the whole thing of togetherness mm. and the group mentality and each supporting each other. Yeah. That was just really, really beautiful. And that's kind of came to my mind when I was thinking, you know, it won't just be her, hopefully. It won't just be you supporting yeah, your child. She's got like her family that can right. like, and they're going to have, and that's another thing as well. You've kind of put this on your family. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that I was, don't know what kind of relationship they have, but, yeah. you know, you've changed the dynamics of your own family as well because yeah. they're going to feel a way if they can see that, you know, the father isn't around. They're going to want to, if they're a supportive family, they will want to step in. Yeah. So essentially you've changed that dynamic as well. So yeah. your decision has actually been very selfish. Your child no longer has a dad, has has a dad, but not a dad that's going to be around. Um, you know, the dad is annoyed at you because potentially you've messed up his whatever he has going on so now potentially his life could be changed and you've put that on your family too i'm sorry like i don't even know what you i don't know what to say to you i really don't all i can say is i hope and pray that you know that the child's father does come and just decide that you know all right you know what i didn't want this but you know the child is here now i'm going to be involved yeah you know that's all i can say yeah i get that and i'm with you and i agree so Mm. let's go on to the last part of love this bitch shady corner versus the light you You are the light you are the light (laughs) you are the light ace did you not like that rendition of course he's shaking his head like of course you did (laughs) killing me they're killing me Okay, so 
Lah. Yeah. Who are you putting in Shady Corner? God, it's been such a week for negativity. And I was really I trying know. to like, this week is going to be a great week. We're going to have loads of focus on great stuff. But unfortunately, there's some just nonsense. I want to talk about, okay, so I was going to mention this last week, but we're just laughing so much about so many different things. I don't want to bring this up and bring down you know, the whole um, kind of tone of the podcast. But I'm going to mention that lunatic and it absolute just uh, disgusting being Brock Turner, Ugh. the rapist, because that's what he is and that's what I'm going to call him. Brock Turner thought it'd be a good idea to, you know, rape, sexually assault a woman who was unconscious, drag, uh, raped her behind some, dun- some dumpster. If it wasn't for two men who saw her being attacked... He would have like literally, you know, just done what he would, you know, done anything to her. Mm. They they found, you know, him doing what he was doing and managed to kind of like, you know, just hold him until the police yeah, came. Yeah, because he tried to run off. Yeah, tried to run off, and they were like, no. So the police came, they got him, and then they he had a trial. Yeah, he took the match to trial. Didn't yeah. feel guilty. Right, mm. and then the judge decided, oh, you know, Brock, you've been through so much so much love. you've been to stanford and i'm a stanford yeah. alumni so what i'm gonna do for you i'm gonna give you a six month sentence because i think that prison would have what was the quote i think i've missed it too mm-hmm. severe an impact. yeah would have a severe okay so first of all this is prison it's not it's not um a holiday camp you saying a damn gay yeah. man prison has an effect on everyone why is brock any t- listen I, I felt so disgusted i'm like why is uh, can is this a, is this allowed? Can we just talk privilege? We let's talk all the privilege God. because clearly this was privilege to the hill, and that's why when we talk about white privilege and people, oh, there's no such thing, really. Yeah, really, six months. Yeah. What was the maximum? What was the sentence he should have got? I think the, the maximum, maximum was, was like fourteen years. Right, six months, and then the dad. I can see why. The, Brock is a rapist because the dad decided to take it upon himself and write this disgusting response to this. Oh, for 20 minutes of action, my son's life shouldn't be ruined. What? 20 minutes of action. So we can see why your son has an issue with thinking that he can do what he wants to do because clearly he gets it from the dad. I'm so disgusted, but I, I couldn't even... I think they had on Fox TV, they had this um, news anchor read out the statement from the victim yeah. who, I, honestly, if you hear it, you'll start crying. I felt so... Do you know I purposely haven't read it for that, per- for that reason? Because she just violated in every which way, oh like, shape and form, and this, this guy is out there to do it again. I mean, the only upside of this story is that, obviously, he's, I think he's a swimmer, and he's been banned, like, from, you know, what, whichever American Swimming Federation is going on. Mm. Um, he, he's, he's been banned from that for life. Um, that's, oh, the only, that's the only thing. But he'll be fine. You know, he'll go on, to I'm sure, to probably assault another woman. So thank whoever the judge is, thanks for that. Thanks. It's just ridiculous. I can't, I don't even, I, I feel drained when I think of that story. Mm. Because it's just, you know, we, people talk about rape culture and dismiss it as a thing. Yeah. People talk about white privilege and dismiss it as a thing. People talk about sexism and dismiss it as a thing. That sentence, the judge's determination mm. that prison will be too severe for this for this person, just everything about the case 
sums up all those things. So the, people... the severity of what this victim went through, that's, that, shouldn't, that shouldn't be taken into consideration. That's what my thing is. I'm just like, really? Really? Just all over. I think judges actually need to go in shady corner. There's some shady judges out yeah. there. I read another story about this other judge who was actually selling black teens to go to prison. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I think a lot of the prisons in America are privatised. Yeah, so, so they get money for each inmate yeah, they have. Each inmate you get, yeah. he gets a chunk of change. And my man has been doing it for 28 years. 28 years of young black teens going to jail because he's trying to line his pocket. You lot are all disgusting. And, like, you know, going back to the the topic of conversation when we were talking about um, Ice-T saying, you know, the people who were supposed to be looking after me they're not looking after me. Mm. And that's why certain people feel the way that they feel. They need to protect themselves. So you've got judges out there who are supposed to be on the side of the victim, but yet look what you're doing. The American, the American I want to call it a justice system, but I'll put justice in, justice in <laughs> quotation marks. Mm. The American justice system is broken, mm. is a joke. I read and hear and just learn so many things about it that i'm just like what it's just it's really it's so baffling to me i just it's broken mm. and then you have differing laws for differing states so it's just it's it's so crazy it's it's a place, subject yeah. in itself it really really is but i completely agree with you that turner should go into shady corner mm. That judge, his name's Mark um, Chiavalarelli, C-I-A-V-A-R-E-L-L-A. Him, yeah. whoever he is. Whoever he is. He can go in shady he corner He made a million well. dollars in bribes. Oh, wow. 28 years. You see how disposable, though, black I, I, people This is be. the thing. Like I say, black pain, nobody... All lives matter, yeah? A million dollars. 28 years. Talk to me again, fam talk to me again let's let's have a serious conversation because i want to see where where's the white like for like for that there isn't one so yeah all of those co-signing shady corner do Mm. not pass go do not collect 200 pounds at all um okay so i i don't even know who i want to put into shady corner do i have anyone to go into shady corner uh, no, I'm kind of shade free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of shade free right now. Um, okay, so That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who are you gonna put? In, who, who are you gonna bring into the light? Uh, I'm gonna put my mum into the light. Actually, Yay! she just sent me a message. She's in Hungary at the moment. She's like, I think I'm the only black person here. Oh, wow. But I'm doing it for us. I'm doing it. So my mom's out there with her locks just like... Representing. Flo- yeah. Ro- you know, just flowing in the breeze. Is she on thing? Is she on... Um, Facebook. Tell her, to, tell her to use the hashtag Travel Noir. Travel Noir? Yeah, for whatever okay. pictures she puts up. Okay, I will. T- don't confuse her anymore. <laughs> she already is like, what was it called again? And then I'll be like, oh, mom, Art Cheryl. And then she'll be harassing you to get you to do it for her. And it'll just be a whole thing, I'm telling you. And then you'll feel obligated because, oh, God. Oh, it's Lars, mom. I've got to do it. And it's like, it's a grown up, so I definitely got to do it. Like, don't get yourself involved. But yeah. Oh, my so that's that to my, She's always traveling. So I love that about my mom. So, like, 
Yeah, no, she's, that's fantastic. She's been to so many places. So she was like, I'm going to Hungary. I was like, what? That's really good. Okay. So, yeah. I like that about there. your mum. Yeah. Off, man. She's so, nasty. hashtag travel noir, noir mm. with an E N O I R E. All as one word. Whenever you're traveling and you're black yeah. and you're doing it like that. <laughs> so I want to put into in I want to bring into the light firstly the Black Cultural Archives for an event that they put on last oh, week dear. Brixton um, um, mem- putting on a memory of Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. which was really nice you and I um, went down there and we saw loads of people talking to giving their sort of stories and anecdotes and tales of having met Ali or how Ali Im- impacted their lives um, and stuff like that and I just thought that that was a really a really great lovely. thing yeah. to do in in the wake of um, Muhammad Ali's death and I also after that La um like I I can't remember where you went, but um, my other friend that I was with. So like we went to like look. I'm already getting ready to start doing more praise. Oh my God, here we go. Here we go. So um, my friend and I we went to um, the satay bar to have something to eat. Toilets were horrific. Yeah. Talk about that another time. Um, and we got talking to this a couple that were next to us. They were out on a date. Oh. So it was me and my friend and we were just, and we started talking to, to them. They were out on a date. And the guy was saying he doesn't do daytime dates. Like, what is a daytime date? And then the girl was trying to say, <laughs> look, do you know about daytime dates? And I was with, I was with a female friend. I, w- I wasn't on a date. So, but we were both saying, yeah, of course, daytime mm. dates. Daytime dates are live. Mm. And it's even better so that if you're really enjoying it, it doesn't like go way into the night. You've then got the evening, then it can be the nighttime. And it's yeah. like, just like so and much people fun. people look how they look. Exactly. Look like, mm, at nighttime, you look slightly different. Right. <laughs> but he said, he said he likes that. He's like, no, no, I like you when the nights, the lights, the lights oh, are really? a bit low. And all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I need low lighting. No, 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 no. I think he meant for himself, but that's another story. <laughs> So we were we were commending to him the whole idea of like daytime dates. But anyway, so then he said, Oh, maybe it's just a young people's thing. And then mm. he said, Oh, how old am I? So of course, you know, I said guess. <laughs> and he said he thought I was 25. Oh my god. So he and does so- need low level lighting, doesn't he? <laughs> and on that lovely note, I was guessed for the whole night. I was like, 25, you say? <laughs> Tell it again. Say it with your chest. <laughs> Tell me like you mean it. So, <laughs> I was well happy. I was gassed for the whole day. <laughs> so yeah, that, I mean, he can go into the light just for that. Oh my God. <laughs> so random individuals now, is that what we're doing? Random individuals wow. who think I look young. No, but I have been looking very youthful recently. I think it's this new um, <laughs> night, night oil that I'm using. <laughs> Not bare, min- bare minerals? No, no. We have been Miss La La Reports. My name's Miss underscore. No, Miss She underscore talks on Twitter. Catch us there. Catch this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And um, oh, email us as well. Email us two yeah. girls podcast at gmail.com and we will add you to our mailing list. And you will never ever miss an episode again. An episode of this fantastic podcast, Two Girls and a Mic. Oh, yeah. We out. Bye.